All right, I'm ready. I don't think I'm ready, but I'm ready. <laughs> it's also fresh still. I'm like processing. But it's like a whole new show. It does. I mean, it is, like, I just learned the Bachelor name, so now we have to <laughs> dive into this. Okay, good. Hey, everybody. Welcome into a special edition of Can I Steal You for a Second? Normally, we recap The Bachelor, but we have all been obsessed with Netflix's Love is Blind that we just had to do a special episode and talk about it on the podcast. We just watched the finale, which dropped this morning. So if you haven't watched it, we're going to stay spoiler-free for the first couple minutes here. For now. And we'll let you know once we get to the spoilers because we want to talk about them. Yeah, talk about it. We have to talk about it. Okay, guys, Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Love is Blind. I was like, absolutely. Not. You know when you turn on Netflix and it's just this blaring, like auto-playing a commercial or trailer or whatever? Love is Blind is the one that kept playing for me. And it's like, this yeah. looks stupid. I'm not going to watch it. And it was everywhere, everywhere. And got you. Um, I know you were watching right off the bat. I dragged I Shay into it yes. for this. Social media peer pressured me into watching The Circle. And I was like, it's not going to happen again. You won't get me. And then Ashley and our producer Hunter were like, so Love is Blind. I was like, God <laughs> damn it. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. So what you guys, uh, what do you think about the premise of all this? Um, I think dating shows are inherently strange because mm-hmm. it's so out of the ordinary and an experience so few people experience. Mm-hmm. But this one in particular was kind of creepy to me. I thought that it was really strange that you go in these pods, right? And you can't see someone. So you're just like talking to a voice. And it gave me like Wizard of Oz vibes. Mm-hmm. Like you can hear the person, but you can't see them. Yeah. And I just, it looked kind of lonely and boring. And I was really intrigued by how quickly the show caught on because I wasn't into it right away. Did you like immediately get hooked? I thought it was interesting. Okay. And I just, you know, I'm, I kept watching just to see where it goes. I honestly, when watching it, I didn't know what it was going to. I mean, I'm not spoiling or anything, but I didn't know that they finally get to meet and they get to interact with each other. I thought that was just going to be the show and yeah. they got, you know, engaged and that's it. But, um, yeah, very interesting. Maybe a little slow at the beginning. Okay. But it's a little slow, right? Maybe a little slow, but yeah. oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm going to take shots at Netflix production quality right out the gate here. <laughs> the bar for reality shows, reality dating shows, is so high now. Like, we were brainstorming this the other day, trying to come up with, like, funny, silly, potential dating concepts. And, like, all of them had been done. Like, mm-hmm. everything, it feels like, has been covered in some form. So even the concept of getting engaged uh, to someone you haven't seen before, like, that's, like, married at first sight. Like, it's, there are things that have been done before. So like the, the bar for novelty is high and it seemed like Netflix went with this. And I think the novelty is what you spoke to where it's like the episodes, I can't remember the exact breakdown, but it's like, there's time in the pods, there's time where they live together in Atlanta. And then there's the wedding episode, which aired this morning. Um, and so like, that was interesting, but man, like we were talking about this, like the edits are rough. There was like aggressive tonal shifts. Like it was, and maybe this is like the entertainment editor in me. Like it wasn't a well-produced TV show. And so like that really, that was tough for me. That was tough for you. <laughs> well, it starts out with Nick Lachey and his wife, oh Vanessa, <laughs> which I'm going to be honest, if Vanessa Lachey walked in the room right now, I don't think I would recognize her. Like 
she and so they have this awkward introduction you have all these like new contestants lined up and she's like i'm vanessa lachey like we're here to do an experiment they're like all scientific with it let's do an experiment and he's like well obviously i'm nick lachey and then 10 <laughs> episodes go by and we like never really see we them again never see them that and was... i was like with a bar i thought chris harrison's job was easy but like <laughs> nick lachey and vanessa just like oh man cashed the check they secured the bag and like walked off <laughs> and this show just took off it did so uh, i don't know i think shay and i were a little critical but you've been tweeting about it yeah, um I was hooked. Yo, what what why were you hooked teach me maybe i'm i'm miserable and like i guess sad. The, i don't know i, <laughs> I don't enjoy the, content no i don't know i guess the personalities of a lot of them um it started to pick up for me and you know after the pods and they got to hang out and you get to see how they reacted um i don't know it was just so interesting um I feel like in in society, we find ourselves being shallow and picky and whatnot and not giving um, people a chance to, um, you know, to see what else is out there with them. And well, segueing off of that, I'm going to cut you off because okay. you're like, yeah, society this, society that. But every single contestant on this show was conventionally attractive. I know this is a podcast. I'm doing air quotes. They, there was no one that had any kind of, you know, physical deformity or something that like would be considered unattractive by societal standards. Yeah. So we can say, you know, love is blind, like this is an experiment, but everyone was by normal standards, like attractive. Yeah. But also like, I mean, just think about everyone, like think about your day in life. I think all of us, we've talked to people, maybe we were just a little bit too picky. Not mm -hmm. that they weren't attractive in any way, but they just, we were just a little picky in a sense. So yeah. I don't think you could go in there and have a large range of different types of people in there, in my, in my opinion. Well, Shay sent me down a spiral. Do you want to go into that now? Your, your love is blind. Oh yeah. Crisis. My problem with the word blind. Um, again, this is another, the editor jumping out of like fixating on a word and be like, it's not the right word. Um, but blind isn't the right word. Cause I think like the question that this show gets at isn't, can you marry someone without seeing them? It's, can you marry someone without, I don't know, I still haven't quite found the word that I want, but like being around them. Because like the question isn't, are they when, they, when they're revealed and they see each other, like, is the person your type? Is they, are they someone that you would like pick out of a lineup as like the most attractive person that you find like aesthetically pleasing? It's what do you do when like that spark or that connection isn't there? Because that, and before we dive into the couple by couples and spoilers like that seems to be the crux of a lot of the issues in their relationships isn't that like i mean to your point about conventional attractiveness the one person with any kind of like stereotypical fault and i'm throwing that in air quotes too is that our boy mark is short which i feel is like a strawman argument anyways but like he's short oh no like but that's not ever an issue in his relationship it has to do more with whether that physical attraction is there. So when this whole thing circled back to the finale and it was like, do you believe is love blind? I'm like, mm, maybe, I don't know. It's, it's not, it doesn't matter. Cause it's the question is like, is love, I don't know, is love sexual or something where it's yeah. like, that seems to be the real question the show drives up. Yeah. And not to, like you said, spoilers coming up soon, but you know, this whole idea that Nick Lachey drove into our head episode one, it's an experiment. Yeah. We're here to do an experiment. They're very scientific right off the bat. This is the worst result of any experiment <laughs> whatsoever. I have so many questions. There's no closure. There's no like data driven also, science. While we're still talking about uh, Nick, I need to keep talking, but I need to pull up 
I sent you a direct quote that they said, and it drove me insane. Um, and I'm looking for it, but keep talking before we go into the couples. I need to show okay, this. Okay, yeah. Well, Nick, like I said, Nick and Vanessa Lachey, they're saying experiment. They're saying science. But I'm like, I am, and you mentioned this. The show was poorly produced, quote unquote. It did feel a little rushed. I just learned that it was filmed two years ago. What? So, yeah. So everyone, you're kind of watching feelings yeah, almost two years ago. Wow. So. A year and a half, I guess. This all happened, and so much time has passed since then. That's that's a lot of time. It's a lot of time. I'm curious to see who stuck together. Who's, right? Who stayed well, together. we've got the dates for that later. But the line that I wanted to share was that they told Vanessa and Nick told these couples that their odds, whether they were gonna their marriage or wedding, would be as strong or stronger than any marriage ever, and that they were giving them the best possible chance for success. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm no, uh, relationship scientist over here, but to put 30 strangers and say, here are 15 people out of how many people are on planet earth. Right. Yeah. Is that giving you the best statistical yes. You have odds? to commit to an engagement, then you have to move in, then you have to get married in 30 days. Best chance. <laughs> yeah, and there's so much more that goes into like, you know, you can't necessarily fall in love in a pod. Like you have social cues. I think someone said <laughs> that. Like, sure. how do you act? In a pod. <laughs> yeah. How do you act when you're out with your partner in public or mm-hmm. interacting with friends mm-hmm. or when um, certain situations come up and their character is challenged? That's that's what I think. You know, love is built on. So. I think you're right. They should have changed the name to something else. Like maybe is. Right, I, I, it's not as catchy. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're true. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Love is Blind is definitely catchy. Are you guys ready to dive into some spoilers? Let's dive. Yeah, let's do this. Okay. So if you're listening and you haven't watched yet, shame on you. But we're going to talk spoilers. So you, this is your cue to turn off the podcast. If you listen to Bachelor Podcast, this is your kind of show. Yeah. We, yeah, I'd recommend. If you like watching other people's train wreck, like yeah. turn this on. There's You'll binge through wrecks. it really quick. There's a lot. All right, spoilers, here we go. Um, Let's do, to try and keep some kind of structure here. So I think it's what, 30 contestants originally go on and they go in these pods. And from what we've researched um, online, you know, day one, everyone kind of meets and then you submit your top choices. Something like that. And the producers kind of pair you up after that. So after a couple days in the pods, we have six couples that have you know proposed and whatever well we'll also throw out there apparently there were more successful couples or more people formed connections than the producers were anticipating so they ultimately ended up like sending a couple home and like focusing on these these six who proposed and you know got engaged mm-hmm. and those were their six for sure yeah so which i can't believe anyone found love but good for you guys <laughs> um so carlton and diamond let's start with them train wreck i feel like oh, we're gonna say that after every shit. single time <laughs> train wreck so i just have to say poor diamond gets in the pod poor and diamond. one of her first interviews so what does the guy say wait 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 first of all diamond is a is she from chicago Yes, I think yeah, she's, she's the a basketball dancer. Basketball dancer, so shout out to Diamond. Right. Yeah, Continue, going sorry. off dancer though, so she's a professional dancer. Yeah. Dancing's an incredibly, like it's a skill. Yeah. It takes a lot of physical ability. And some guy was like, that sounds like a stripper's name or something like that. And like right off the bat, oh, Diamond's yeah. just getting like beaten down. So again, you take away the physical thing. Poor Diamond. You can't even yeah. have a conversation. Someone is like, passing judgment day one. I was like, get this man out the pod. But okay, I just had to like justice for Diamond there. So Diamond connects with Carlton. Mm -hmm. 
who who was no gem in the pods either because he's the one that full on i think it was amber like walked out like she's talking like telling him about herself and he just kind of goes nope and like turns around and like walks out which is a funny moment but also like she's like hello a total jerk move like, hello on, hello <laughs> just to like sneak away yeah that was lame he's yeah. very self-righteous yeah he's He's a mess. Yeah. Which they kind of rope you in a little bit because he talks about how he's had relationships with what he, his words, both genders. And he says that it's something that he's struggled with because he's afraid that people won't accept him. But he's, quote, looking for a wife because women offer a maternal something, something, something. So he's there to find a wife. But he has this thing that's clearly very upsetting to him. And... He doesn't tell anyone. He doesn't tell anyone. No wonder like these relationships don't work with him because he probably waits so long to bring it up and he's not confident about it and he attacks that person once he tells them. So. Yeah, and there's moments where you think he's going to, you know, because he looks distraught. It's very clear that this yeah. is upsetting to him. It's not me being like, you need to expose your secrets right. to everyone you date. It's, this looks like, like you're about to propose to this person. He needs therapy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he and does, like, yeah. I am pro-therapy here. Armchair, armchair psychologist a little bit. Like You can see his behavior kind of oscillate from being like very like kind and open mm-hmm. to just like this total like macho posturing like when he and Diamond first get out of the pods and they're on that resort like they're like doing drinks and he starts getting like very like aggro and like just like real totally like different person. her and I like, thought it was a different on? person totally yeah. different person I will admit I was not completely invested in this show off the bat yeah and I was like half you know like I would get up to get a snack and like not pause the TV whatever so I came back and I was like who's this dude I must have like missed it and he was his voice changed his tone shifts yeah. and uh, very alarming it was bothersome to me to see how he was treating her and then, yeah, and, it go, then, and then, go ahead. No. <laughs> and then the shit hit the fan. This is when I knew I was hooked on the show. <laughs> this was a turning point. They have a full on fight meltdown fun. by the pool. They yes. do. Well, so he decides to go ahead and wait, wait. He already told her, right? It's already he did. Well, this is the, this is what he tells her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He, wait, he already told by her. The, Pool. They're sitting by the pool. This isn't the quoting Beyonce. Oh, you're right. It is. No. He tells her when they're on the the, on the, date. the chairs. Wait, what? It, it was like a date night, right? This is all semantics. But they he told her first before they fought. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, well, yeah. So he tells Diamond mm-hmm. that you know he's had relationships with men before, and he's like just really you know trying to throw it all out there. A little behind, he should have you know said it a lot sooner. But Diamond takes it in. She's you know she's shocked. She shook. She trying to take it in and she just cut off guard and you know and i feel like that's when we went to the pool scene is that what you were talking about yeah, the yeah pool this scene. is the train wreck right here yeah. so he, he comes in he feels a little better and you know they, they had some time to cool down they had yeah. time to cool down they seemed like they were in good moods i thought like okay they might work this out we'll see yeah. what happens and then um it just went i think they were both being defensive Mm -hmm. and i can't you know remember word for word but literally the shit hit the fan and i'll let you go ahead you got the quotes okay no i do have the quote so all it goes zero to 60 like that zero to 60 real quick and they're fighting they're screaming he's talking about like her hair sliding off like low blows (laughs) like it got trashy like reality tv real fast and he says something like they're screaming at each other and she's walking off, whatever. He's like, that's why I don't date bitches like you, like screaming <laughs> across the pool. She quotes Beyonce, like it is an incredible scene that will hook you in for the rest of the series. I promise. I think this is like episode 
five or something so like something like that so just watch four episodes of mediocre show <laughs> but i just could not believe how ugly it got and malicious so ugly yeah. and i was so confused too because he was trying to make a point to where he's had issues with people understanding where he's coming mm-hmm. from but then he tried to tell her that no one else has had an issue with this before yeah this man chaotic. needs therapy yeah. i don't know yeah. i don't know what yeah i don't know there was a lot of projecting I felt and I wanted so desperately to hit for him to find like the clarity and the comfort in confiding in someone that he allegedly wants to marry. And, um, I don't know if you tell anyone a secret, I think it takes time to process that information. If you're not prepared for what the information is. And it was one of those like peak reality show fights where like everybody (laughs) had a point and nobody came out looking good where it's like, her no. behavior was a little biphobic and like biphobia is like a real serious problem. And yet like he was also like very sort of like, I don't know, acting out of pocket and like all over the place and like aggressive. So it's like there, there was a lot, nobody was acting super well. Mm-hmm. Everyone was maybe coming from like a place of genuine like pain and, you know, uh, insult, but yeah. And then it manifests in what regrettably maybe is wildly entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm out here like, watch it. It was great. But it, 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 these are two human being with like emotional traumas that they're trying to work through. Um, so, you know, what I thought was a cute couple very quickly, all of a sudden they blow up and they're just gone. The train wreck. They're off the show. Like the show doesn't follow them anymore. Yeah. We have no idea. They broke up and love is not interested in breakups. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Love is blind is not interested. We're here in to love. find blind love, Shay, not train wrecks <laughs> so then we're down to five couples five couples Who's um the next couple? let's talk about cameron and lauren oh we like cameron and lauren we love a healthy relationship as much as we love a train wreck they're cute they're cute and you know me i'm 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 mixed i'm biracial so you know i love a good biracial couple so they were cute and i think that is kind of what made their story like so real to me is like you said, this idea, you can you find love in the pods, but it's learning about your partner's like upbringing and mm-hmm. their family life and their values. And I thought they had probably the most real conversations with their families when they met. Yeah, for sure. um, Particularly, I loved the scene where Cameron met Lauren's father. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did not hold back. He didn't. No. Yeah, I loved it. He was respected. It was a, I mean, he didn't hold back, but. But he was also mellower than I was expecting. Like, I think. And again, this is like too like insidery probably, but like I felt like the producers <laughs> were trying to create drama in that couple, even down to the end, even down to like the, like, is she going to say yes? Like I never had any doubt and it seemed like they were like rock solid from the start. And even that, like, it didn't seem like her mom was sort of like chuckling and saying like, like her father always like expected our children to like marry black people. And so like him being white is going to might be an issue. But then once he actually met him, he was like, he talked to him about it. He was a chill. I loved him. He was like, have you ever been in a room full of black people before? Like, oh. <laughs> it was like an awkward silence. And then they like moved on. He was like, well, if my daughter loves you, then like, let's roll. I, Which, like, I nice. thought that was such a beautiful line that he's like, my daughter's a grown woman. She can make mm-hmm. decisions for herself. Like I'm always going to care about her. And I hope that you do too. Which tying this into the bachelor, we kind of with Madison, when yeah. she did her hometown, there's this, you know, idea that her parents are like, micromanaging her decision making in a way mm-hmm. um their values are so they're like have you told him have you done this and i thought it was really refreshing to hear lauren's dad be like hey yeah. she's a grown woman and i just want her to be happy like can you be the person for sure that's good to see also though madison is a lot younger than yeah by like, like seven years <laughs> yes <laughs> well, i guess lauren's, now nine years 
yeah. <laughs> a whole decade. Ooh. So, yeah. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, I thought that was, uh, you know, Lauren and Cameron, they had a great bond from the beginning. I think they cried together in the pod, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yes. Like, they just had a great bond. And I don't know, they've been, I enjoyed watching them the whole time. Me too. Cameron's rap was great. <laughs> yes, we have to talk about Cameron's rap. I just did like, not know that. I am so embarrassed and also endeared. <laughs> yes, it was very charming because he did it in front of, her mom. Yeah. That was the best part. He had rhythm and swag, too. Like, <laughs> Did he? I thought so. I thought he had swag. My standards for rhythm and swag might be a little higher. I don't know. He was, it was, I think that's why it was endearing, though, yeah. because it was like, it wasn't bad. I got, and wasn't also cringing. in his defense, like, he didn't have a beat. He was just, like, doing a offhand in his kitchen. Cut off on, on the spot. Off guard. Off guard. But yeah. what did he say? In college, he was part of like a group or oh, something. Batman, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what? Where did you? He's so fascinating because he's the scientist, right? Yeah. The scientist. So he's a scientist with a rap. Right. I think it's and so like funny. And like a very nice like three-story home. Yes. Well, <laughs> when they, everybody else is in these like studios and one bedrooms and he's like, here's my home. I bought it. Scientists <laughs> make a bank. Yep. I think it's so funny how broad like these, you know, scientists Oh my God. Um, store manager. Yeah, what, what is a general manager? Uh, Ex-tank mechanic. <laughs> yeah. Unemployed. Yeah, yeah, like, let's call it what it Maybe is. I want to get down to it. It's funny. Scientists. I, no, all the job descriptions were incredibly cryptic. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't really know. Again, going back to the production value, like, you have no context of who these mm-hmm. people are. I was confused why they were all in Atlanta. I guess they're all from the Atlanta area. Uh, tax breaks. Oh, People, Tell me more. entertainment companies, like movie studios, TV shows, shoot a ton in Georgia because there are like tax breaks, so it's cheaper to shoot there than other places. Oh, yeah. Tyler Perry just opened up his own yeah. studio there, too. Wow. I had no yeah. idea. And then I think they were going to change the taxes at some point because uh, of that garbage uh, senator or whatever he was. They were like, we're going to boycott Georgia. And people were like, this is not actually a useful thing. That's a very different conversation. But anyways, mm. yeah, tax breaks. <laughs> tax wow. breaks. The more you know. And so they end up getting married. They do. Happily ever it's after. so sweet. I will say, even though I was kind of uh, trashing it, the concept before, they do seem like, I mean, Love is Blind, like the show, like totally lucked out with them because, A, like we said, like they're just totally adorable, endearing, like felt good about them and confident in them from the start. Like it seems like they genuinely probably might be together forever. Um, and also they seemed like an actual sort of case study in the conceit of not knowing or not seeing the person because uh, Lauren says like, I've never dated a white guy before. And I don't know if she said it so explicitly, but like kind of implies that like maybe she wouldn't have like given him a chance as much if she met him in a bar. Whereas like in the context of this, yeah. she didn't know that about him and formed a bond regardless. Yeah. I think they're the name of the show. Mm-hmm. They're the face of it. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Maybe they'll take over hosting duties for a season two. That would be good. Oh, be cool. I love that. Yeah, I would watch a spinoff too. Yeah. Like, right? like their babies. There's definitely going to be a season two. You think so? No doubt about it. I don't know if I could watch it again. Well, let's circle back to that. Okay, yeah. Concluding thoughts. Let's move on to our next couple. Next couple. Who Um, do we have? Who, maybe this is a hot take. Um, This might be my favorite couple on the show. Who's that? Oh, yeah. Barnett and Amber. Barnett and Amber. Mm -hmm. Mm They're real sleeper picks. I think they, because you were a couple episodes behind me, Mm -hmm. and I so desperately wanted to be like, Shay, give them a chance. Stop trashing (laughs) them. Because I think that... Once we kind of saw them outside the pods, their personalities made a lot more sense to me. Like, I think they tried to make Barnett like this, 
you know, fratty, like, yeah, player in the pods. You're in the pods. Like, you have nothing to gain by being a player. Like, you're trapped in there. You're going to talk to whoever. (laughs) And they made Amber seem a little crazy, where I just think she has, like, a very performative personality. So they both grew on me. And I think that they're kind of like the yin and the yang. I do no? like them. I, no, no, no. I think they are a great couple. Yeah. I, um, I don't know if I'd say great, but I do love them. <laughs> they're they're interesting. Yeah, it's fun to watch them. I'll say that. Yeah. And their affection towards another is just undeniably, you know, probably the best that we've seen in this whole show. They can't keep their hands off each other. And um, Their first kiss. Do you remember that? They conked heads. Like, <laughs> when they met each other? When they finally met. Yeah, they just like headbutted each other. Yeah. They were excited to see each other. I mean, they're both attractive and you see why. But uh I, yeah, I don't really have too much bad to say about them. They're just a cute couple. Um, do you think they'll last? No. <laughs> I just think that once we got to see Barnett, like he's a engineer. Yeah. And like he had a house and like it was kind of messy, but like whatever. But he has a home and he seemed like he had a very supportive family. And then you kind of saw Amber's background where she had a little more responsibility to learn i guess is the best way to say i think that. she has a lot of irresponsibility she doesn't even want to work she's flat said that she wants to be a housewife yeah. and i hope that he's okay with that i think he was well, a little like caught a off guard by that debt and i would be cut off all that i know all that yeah. debt and not like being financially um literate and yeah. all like it's just a lot that you could take in on someone yeah i i think to your point about uh barnett's edit early on I don't think they did a good job showing how much everybody talked to multiple people and like his, Mm -hmm. you know, three potential uh, fiancés was definitely played up. It seemed like like, yes, that was probably because it had greater drama. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think sort of coloring him as a playboy that way was probably unfair. And I think as far as her, like, um, like everyone, I think on the show and us as well said it like she was like a little scary like her energy was very intimidating mm-hmm. um and i would imagine an easy explanation for that is that they were all drunk and <laughs> like, some people when they get drunk get very like bombastic and like that's a great word uh <laughs> over the top you have a great vocabulary Thank by you. the way my vocabulary is the worst but then after the show yeah like it, they it mellows out and like you see them in the real world and they mesh pretty well together and yeah. they complement each other um and that like physical attraction is definitely there and i think what i ended up telling you was like i love them as a couple to date but, like, getting married still seems ill-advised. Yeah. And it's uh, like, I think what you said, she still has a lot of growing up to do. Yeah. And, you know, it seems like she just wants to get taken care of. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of, like, seems like she still wants to live the fun, um, wildlife. Oh, we got a Skittle. Sorry. We got a Skittles Skittle. the pockets. <laughs> but, yeah, I think she has a lot of growing up to do. And um, if they were to break up, I think it would be because... But maybe he could be the one to help her grow. Yeah. Right? Hopefully. I don't know. Yeah, she said she's never paid her student loans. She's 26. She has a credit card just for makeup. Which, which only has a right. seven. You can rack that up. Easily. She was like, yeah, when she said how much she spent, I was like, that's not that much. Right. She was <laughs> like, you spend that much on makeup? And she was like, you have no idea. You have no idea. Like, Makeup's expensive. How much is makeup? I mean, makeup is like such a general term. Right. What's a, let's say the average lady 
how much would she probably spend okay, a think month? about like the products that like someone who wears a lot of makeup would put on their face you'd be like well it's like your face wash your toner your moisturizer are we including like oh, she's including primer on that credit card then that's a whole other question you know what i mean like yeah. uh, we're not even on the makeup yet yeah just like getting your lashes done is like a hundred bucks at least so how much are we looking at one month in a month? Well, you don't, like, cycle through it every month. That's Because, like, you buy... You're probably looking at, like, a quarterly basis, maybe? That's a quarter. Okay. Quarter. Um, What's a quarter? Yeah. I'm, I'm just interested. I, I don't know. I don't... I feel buy like... a lot of makeup or buy like, nice makeup. <laughs> I, I know. It's so hard. We're going to show... We're going to pull up Sephora later for okay. you. Because yeah. Okay. We'll come back. I think well, it's, like, important to know when he was... She was like, oh, 200 bucks. I was like, that's not that much. Like, you could buy three things for 200 bucks. So, but her credit limit was alarming to me that it was only $700 and she has all these student loans. And I think that's when Barnett, I was like, this isn't going to work out. But she also, I think a lot of her personality, which I found annoying was just like for the cameras, like being awkward. I don't think she's genuinely that annoying in real life. No. It just felt like She was annoying when she was drunk. Um, okay. But we can't possibly call her annoying when there's the more annoying drunk on the show. Which we'll get into. That's true. Which we'll get into. Oh. Um, Yeah, so basically all I have to say is I was annoyed by Amber, was kind of annoyed by Barnett, and then I really came to love them, and I hope they're still together, they got married. Did we say that? They They did get get married, married. yeah. They said I do. They're one of the yeses. Yeah. One of the few yeses. Um, Yeah, I like them, and we were trying to do a little creeping on to see where everyone is today. Yes. And they're still together? Yeah, they apparently, I think, had like a little bit of a... Uh, like bump in the road immediately after where they weren't sure when this was going to work out. Classic. But now a full like year and change later, they're happily married. Love that. Is Cameron and Lauren still together? They are. According to this women's health mag.com article, <laughs> which is citing a source close to the show. Uh, they celebrated their one year anniversary back in Mexico. They're just adorable. Oh, perfect. Their families love them. They're beautiful humans and they're truly the essence of love is blind. Wow. I can't wait till they have a little Dustin. That's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> should tell them that we have name recommendations. For yeah, I should. <laughs> just Dustin. I love it. All right. Um, this is probably what we're going to talk about for the next three hours. Mark and Jessica. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh, Jessica you... thought she was in a love triangle with Barnett and Amber, and I guess Mark, a love quadrangle. She super wasn't, but... Jessica was a lot. She was a lot. She was a lot. Um, particularly her voice that would shift. Like, m- her normal voice was just... She has a normal yeah. voice. And then there were moments where it was so high-pitched, you almost wanted to stop watching the show. Yeah. Like, the way she would shift. I don't know. I can't do an impression of that. Do but it. Do it. I, I, she just was like, Mark. <laughs> and then her normal voice sounded like this. It was like real baby voice, real high. And I'm like, she wanted to play this card. Like, she was 34 years old and so old. And then you switch on this baby voice. Like, get out of here. Pick a lane. Are you old and mature? Or are you going to use this cringy baby voice? Like, what... Also, narrative she kept wanting someone to have a problem with their ages and literally no one did but anytime they met someone new she'd be like i don't know how they're going to react to him being 24 and me being 34 and like i don't doubt that there are like people who would raise an eyebrow at the age difference but not a single person they encountered did no. and i kept being like girl you were looking for excuses here and that is not one of them you have a lot of good reasons to not marry this man the age difference being a problem is not one of them yeah um, one of my favorite Jessica moments of well, many. First, should okay. we do favorite Jessica moments? Yeah. And if you have multiple, which I believe I have you do, multiple. We can circle back. Okay, so 
Um, I'm sorry that I'm going to take the best one here, mm. but at the bachelorette party. No, that is the best one. That was my favorite. I went first. Sorry. Um, she just gets absolutely like white girl wasted. Destroyed. And they go to a drag show and they were like, oh, like if you need anything, just raise your hand. She's like, puts her hand up very confidently. She's like, we need drinks and an appetizer. And they were like... <laughs> Um, no, you don't. Yeah. She can't stand. She's like slurring. They're they like, call need her. Out. Or want. Yeah, they just like obliterated her, and then she gets into it with Amber at the bar. She doesn't even know she was getting into it. That was the no. funny thing. She's literally like talking to her and not understanding. Like Amber's about to beat your ass. Yeah. Like and Amber was like so calm and just like keep saying what you need to say and like. If you cross the line, it will knock you out. And then I love in reality shows when, like, you're watching the train wreck just, like, implode. Mm -hmm. And then they cut to, like, the confessional interviews, we'll call them. And Amber's sitting there like, you know, I was ready to hit a bitch. Like, I was ready. She said one more thing. I was ready to hit her. And then they cut to, like, Jessica being, like, hunched over. She can't even speak. And, oh, my God, I loved every second of it. Because she's clearly into Barnett. And it's so strange. She's so obsessed with Barnett. Yeah, like, that's someone's fiance. That's off limits. Like, absolutely not to go up to his fiance and just i don't it was gibberish i really don't know what she was trying to say but we can infer we knew what she was trying to say i don't know what she was trying to do yeah she was just it was an embarrassing moment for jessica i'm sorry you just you should have just went the other way but that's not the only time she got drunk if anyone wants to claim that as their favorite jessica moment (laughs) which one are you gonna pick i was gonna go with the dog but okay i'll go with a different one then what's your one well, I don't know if it's a favorite, but it definitely made me raise an eyebrow when she was drunk and <laughs> again. said that, um, um, what's his name again? I'm sorry. Barnett? Barnett was so sexy yeah. to Mark? Yes. What? No. Don't you disrespect my man Mark like that. He deserves better than that. You don't say that to him. Uh, no, she gets, That was heartbreaking. That was hard to watch. Well, because it started with, he. she said something and he jokingly was like, well, they're a, she, they're a close second. Do you remember this? Yeah, so she gets drunk at Barnett's birthday party mm-hmm. and is spending the whole time talking with Barnett, doing her thing that like drives me absolutely insane, which like it's one thing to be like weird and shitty and like go up to a woman, like talk about their fiance, like she mm-hmm. and Amber. It's another to go to like that guy that you sort of have history with and like passive aggressively make comments like oh i'm really surprised that you're engaged with her it's like oh things are going well yeah. i'm really happy too like her whole and she did it to him multiple times and it was like back off it was um, cringy. but yeah. while she's doing that uh mark who is apparently like just like i don't know gets along really well with women and is like chatty and having a grand old time um with with amber i guess uh and so that comes up when they get home and jessica is still hammered and she, he says something like oh yeah she's a close second like making a joke and that sends her off the rails and i don't know who was telling that story before i jumped <laughs> and took it over but there you go <laughs> yeah they just were off the rails they get home and jessica's white girl wasted in bed as you were saying yeah and she proceeds to take it away yeah, <laughs> we're just, relaying the story just, just to, you know tell Mark, that I forgot his name again. Barnett. Barnett. I don't his real name's Matthew. 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 I don't know what he goes yeah, by. Barnett. Matthew is so sexy. This and that. And I was just shocked. I could not believe it that she did that. That was so rude. And I don't know. Advice for anyone out there: if you're in a relationship, 
and you see an argument coming along and you guys are intoxicated just <laughs> go just stop go in separate rooms and don't just wait till the morning incredible advice don't fight when you're drunk do not it was real like her drunk or her sober thoughts coming out as like drunk words because she was just like stream of consciousness going off about how into barnett she was yeah he should have mark should have taken those hints he yeah. should have been like you know what which I so that i don't want to sidetrack us from just talking about jessica endlessly <laughs> because there are endless things we could say but like how much sort of responsibility or blame falls on mark here to you know get out of a bad situation like it's very clear for a very long time that she's not into him the way he's into her mm-hmm. and yet he perseveres i feel like in those situations, the person who isn't as into it is like aware that they're not as into it, but the person who's more infatuated is like blissfully unaware that it's not reciprocated. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like you know when someone's more into you and you're like, ooh, I'm not vibing as much. Yeah. But when he like you poor little Mark, like he's so infatuated with this older woman, he doesn't even realize that he's she's blind. not into it. He's blind. I know. Hey. <laughs> blinded by love i, I think yeah. is the uh, title but, for their story but also guys we're not good guys men in general are not good at taking hints <laughs> like, we don't get one it. more time one more we time don't, we don't get it we don't we can't <laughs> take a hint what <laughs> doesn't work. oh my god i had no idea it took some time so um yeah that's all i gotta so say so someone's like dustin like your friend is incredibly hot and sexy and I'm more attracted to them. Like, that's not a hint though, Mark. Yeah, like, come on, Mark. That is true. Like, like, if someone says that to you, wouldn't you be like, oh my God, I gotta go. I that would hurt. I would. I would, I would, I would have an argument with it right there. No, you just said they were drunk. Don't fight when you're drunk. I know. Take your own I said advice. What, I never take my own advice. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could, but uh, yeah, Mark did well. He went in the other room, but. He's so mature. He's more mature than Jessica in yeah. situations like social much, he's situations. Too, he's too nice. I think that's the thing. Yeah. Nice guys finish last. I think Jessica needs someone to like man up. Like maybe. I think Jessica needs therapy too. Maybe yeah. her and Jessica Carlton does. can get like a group rate I saw or something. A tweet that was like it was a pro therapy tweet, but it was like part of the thing with Love Is Blind is that like talking about your feelings like is really intoxicating. So all these people spent like. I don't know, dozens of hours just talking about their feelings with somebody else and they thought that was love and then they entered the real world and it was like, no, what you really enjoyed was like talking about your feelings for many hours and like maybe you should try therapy. That's amazing. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. Well, also, so I have so many Jessica notes on my list here. I know. Another incredible Jessica moment is when she meets Mark's friends and Mark's family. So I love that she's so like paranoid about being older and she goes and meets his roommates. Like he still has roommates. Yep. And they're like sitting on this like sectional oh, sofa. The brown on brown on brown. That was like yeah. the one time I was on Jessica's side. <laughs> his bed is like chalk, like weird varying shades of like dark brown. Like yeah. not beige, like neutral, like brown. Shit brown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and like just no like comforter decoration. No, like it was just like no headboard. Like, room. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so cringy. And I did feel bad for him because then I was like, oh, wait, he is a child. He He is is a child. So they meet his roommates and they're just like (laughs) sitting on the couch and then they're all just like sipping like Bud Light out of like aluminum (laughs) bottles. (laughs) And she, they're like clearly not into it. Like it's his roommate and his roommate's fiance. And then Jessica and Mark, it's so awkward. And then it got more awkward when she met his family. (laughs) 
And it's just, they're not vibing. And his mom is like, make way. I'm the queen of the house. Like, I'm the skinniest one in the room. And she just, like, sits down and starts, gr- like, grilling her. Yeah. Um, so it's clear they weren't infatuated with Jessica. No one seems to appreciate Jessica as much as Jessica does. And then Mark. And Mark, <laughs> Mark appreciates her. I mean, her dog appreciates her, like you were going to say. Yeah. Another- she though there was two weird dog moments which i did appreciate that they apparently in the pods like initially bonded over both having golden retrievers or golden labs or whatever the dog was which that's nice okay liking dogs is not a personality trait agreed everyone loves dogs no which i think is like i feel like this is one of those things where it's like not important that you both love dogs (laughs) but it is important to know if the other person doesn't Doesn't like dog dog. yeah um like oh my god he likes dogs it's like okay Right. Good. Like living with a dog is like living with a like. Anyways, it's a different conversation. <laughs> uh, so she feeds her or gives her dog wine out of the wine glass, which like there are levels here because she like drinking her wine. She puts it down. The dog licks out the wine. She goes, "Oh, she loves wine." And then she proceeds to drink from the dog wine glass again without ever breaking conversation or thought. And like, I think they're like in the middle of a fight or mm-hmm. something. It's very bizarre. And probably not recommended by most vets. The other <laughs> sillier thing, which again, I don't necessarily hold against her because she was very drunk, but when she's in bed talking about how hot Barnett is, she's nuzzling with her dog, but her dog is facing the other direction. So every time she does one of those like giggly and like throw her head into her dog, she's throwing it like directly into her <laughs> dog's butt. And it's just like, there's. That's how you know she was gone. Yeah. No regard. Like, There's no way that smells good. <laughs> or that's where you want your nose and mouth to be. There's just, yeah. I feel like it's any other day. It's a very intimate pet owner relationship. <laughs> <laughs> any other day, Mark would have been like, come on, Jessica, like lean this way. And he's like, nah, like yeah. she oh, can lay sure. there. Yeah. Right. That was his revenge. Like, literally, you've made your bed now sleep in it. <laughs> oh my God. Literally, you're not brown on brown bed. The other thing she did too, which I thought was disrespectful and she did it sober so we can like say what we want about the bachelorette party mm-hmm. and like drunk words but sober jessica met up with barnett yeah. for coffee and is just like oh like you're going through with this marriage like good for you which like way late in the game too right yeah like this was like right they'd already picked out dresses and tuxes and all that and like the wedding was the next day or yeah. two days or like something very close like I don't know, yeah, that says think, a lot about her. Yeah, I think what she was saying is, like, I just want to, I don't want to leave anything on the table. I want to make sure it's just me. Didn't she say that in an interview? But she, that I, she don't, wants- I think she might have said that in, like, a confessional, but what she was saying to him, what, it wasn't like she came to him and was like, listen, I know we're both getting married in two days, but I am still in love with you, or whatever. It was, like, passive-aggressively undermining, like, what Ashley was saying. It's like, oh, like, I never saw you as a person that would do this. Like, yeah. are you happy? I don't know. It was no. Shady. I think she had the mindset of going in there to see if there was anything like mm. that they could rekindle with their old relationship. But you know, after she saw that, um, oh my God, what is Barnett. 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 <laughs> see how like happy he was. She just went ahead and became like passive aggressive and saying like rude remarks here and there. And knowing too that she, she and Mark, well, she's having a hard time, you know, falling through with Mark. She says, oh, yeah, me and Mark are happy. We're great. This, you know, she's just, all of it was just so phony. It was sad. And it made me cringe the whole time. I said, this is Shay. It's like when little kids, like, lie about, I don't know, like, eating a donut. And they have chocolate all over their face. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, did you eat the donut? And they're like, no. And it's all over their face. 
that's her lying capability like her lying is the worst she's like oh yeah i'm like so happy for you like i'm so just so happy with mark like yeah yeah yeah, and i hate how confident she sounds whenever she's in her confessional and just she just seems so like sure of everything yeah like, she doesn't seem confused when she's clearly so confused in what she wants it was hard to watch so um this might come as a shock to absolutely no one but they get up on the altar and mark is just like clearly so infatuated he's the only groom that like cried when she walked in which like that's literally photographers like look for that shot like the crying yeah. groom when the bride walks in it was like cameron was pretty emotional too I guess he's oh, yeah, always he emotional. Crazy. Yeah, right, right. I forget about him. He's yeah. very forgettable. Like they're just so stable <laughs> that I'm like not invested. They're so in them. healthy, yeah. it's not great TV. <laughs> yeah, we love healthy relationships off camera. Right. Um, so poor Mark is like so emotional. Jessica walks up and just denies him on the altar. Best thing that ever happened to him. I guarantee it. Yeah, I guarantee you guys want to talk about some DMs. I guarantee if you get Mark's DMs right now, bananas. Mark, come on the show. Show us your DMs. Bananas. I would love to read Mark's Women DMs. Women are probably eating Mark up right Good. now. So Mark's relationship update. Uh, Jessica is single. She no is, surprise there. hasn't dated, has been doing marathons she's, and really focusing on herself. She's going to be single. Really focusing on herself. Yeah. Show okay. Girl, you've been focusing on yourself the, your whole life. Just stop. Years. Uh, the show is not going to do anything. It's been, she's 36 I, now. Get to, yeah. I get the picture of the Titanic it's been 86 years <laughs> oh, still focusing on myself <laughs> that's her future that's her future oh man oh. Um, and then according to conversations with other cast members the source reported that Mark recently ended a five or six month relationship because his new girlfriend wasn't ready for all the ways the show might affect them I can see Mark being the he's a girlfriend guy yeah. oh yeah I feel like he needs a girlfriend at all times. So going off like of that, the show will do him favors. I feel like oh, people yeah. he's gonna rebound. I but it like clearly like it didn't DMs. for his relationship. No, but that wasn't. She, I think, was like preemptively concerned about the way the reality show. Right. Like, I mean, well, that's what I was gonna ask you. Like, do you think if someone like came into like your bachelor universe, mm-hmm. that it might be off-putting for them? Like, you, I guess we kind of talked this like having this like pseudo celebrity. Yeah. So say if I wanted to date someone mm-hmm. in the outside world. I think it, in real life, <laughs> in real life, like, you what, is that? what is that? Oh, not <laughs> verified not on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Are you even real? Yeah, less than a thousand followers. I what? don't know. I never thought about that. No, no. <laughs> um, no, I think it's something that um, I think someone would definitely have to be very confident mm-hmm. and trustworthy, and. Um, I think it could absolutely happen. Look at Jed, my buddy Jed from the show. He's got a girlfriend right now, and they seem to be doing great and yeah, living life. So yeah, I just um, feel like I feel for Mark's girlfriend. That was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like watching before you before it even came out. Yeah, like watching you have feelings for someone else on TV, and like, she doesn't have to it? watch it. Who I would watch it. Are you serious? I wouldn't be able to. I would. Why I would, would try to like that? show self control, and I would cave. Honestly, I think that their your imagination can be like infinitely worse than any reality. Yeah. So Mark could have told her like this girl did not want to have sex with me. She didn't want to hug me, kiss me. Like it's gonna be okay. But that's a lie. Oh, they did have sex, but yeah. there was like no affection shown. There was not. No. That's what I mean. I'd rather like, like watch it and see what's going on. Then. Yeah. Don't give up. Don't be like oh, I don't know if I can handle it. Yeah. It's just a cop at least out. like wait and see. Give it. A, give it a shot. You knew what you were getting into. I'm sure he brought it up early. Uh, but what's interesting though, to your point about like 
dating outside Bachelor Nation or whatever, it's it'll be interesting to see if Love is Blind, like if they do do multiple seasons, if they're they like, definitely are becomes this like mini universe. Because like my personal favorite dating show, Are You the One, on MTV, um, <laughs> is phenomenal as a show, but it also like. I, they're kind of like, I don't know what their percentage of success rate is, but it's like rather hit or miss with people that are actually paired on the show. But then they all end up like dating people who are from the show, but not their season. Mm -hmm. So just through doing like cast events and reunions and like, you know, sponsored whatever, like they all meet each other and like they all genuinely like have like serious relationships with people from that universe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I could definitely see that happening for sure. The love is but blind universe, like, right? But then they all meet but contrary not, to the blind, concept. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all it's all a lie. Love is seen. Oh man, any last thoughts on uh, the perhaps the most entertaining couple on the show, Mark and Jessica? Trainwreck. Uh, heartbreaking. 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 Mark's gonna find no, a good not lady. That heartbreaking. A good woman. Just sad for That's him because okay. it was like he's twenty four. He doesn't need to get married. He's so yeah. young. Yeah. You knew from the get go where how right. it was gonna end. Mark, just... what are you doing in there, son? Like, come on. I hope he learns from it and like maybe watching it back, be like, wow, I was dumb. Well, wasn't someone saying that he had been, someone asked him about, like, whether he was going to watch, and he was like, probably alone, because it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said that. I, don't, I didn't have that knowledge. It might have been Hunter. I would uh, rather watch it by myself. <laughs> when I watched The Bachelor, I wanted to watch it by myself. Did you, or did you, like, have, like, your family and friends over? Sometimes I have friends, but I would honestly just rather watch it by myself. Because <laughs> you forget what you say, you don't know what you do, or what you're going to look like. So. Right. No. I mean, I don't blame you. All right, uh, next couple on our list here. We got to talk about Kenny and Kelly. Kenny and Kelly. Kenny and Kelly. I thought this was the most sweethearted couple. I thought they were just going to thrive. I did. Okay, Biggest I have to say, twist. I, when they showed up in Mexico, wherever they went on this trip, like I had kind of forgotten about them. I was like, yeah. who's Kenny? Who's Kelly? Even when he proposed, I was like, well, who is this couple? Because there was no drama. There was no tension. They just seemed like very sweet, genuine people. That was, I think, sort of the crux of the plot twist is that we all we are all bored by their normalcy mm -hmm. in the way we I don't know. I wouldn't say Cameron and Lauren were boring, but we were just kind of saying they weren't great TV because they were so like rock solid. And Kenny and Kelly felt that way until the bachelorette party. Oh, yes. Well, Kelly was holding back, I guess. I know that caught me off. I like Which, my jaw dropped. I guess that was like a little bit of a red flag early on that you that they didn't spend a lot of time on this. But it turned out that, like, Kenny and Kelly hadn't had sex yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that came up, and you were kind of like, ooh. Then she, she was telling him a story about, like, a previous relationship that made it hard for her to be intimate with, like, him or, like, a future partner. And I was, like, I was kind of tracking with that. I was like, I don't really know, like, what she's referring to, but, like, there's, you know, genuinely good reasons why people um, aren't as eager to sort of like jump into a sexual relationship. But then we go to the bachelorette party and I don't know if she was <laughs> telling this to like a friend or the camera, but she was like, oh yeah, I mean like he's great, I love him, but I just kind of see him as a best friend. And everyone's like, Excuse girl, me? this is your bachelorette party. Like you're in it to win it at this point. Yeah, and it's totally one thing if like you like love someone and are attracted to them, but yeah. like for whatever reasons aren't ready yet. It's another if the reason you're not ready is that you don't want to and never will because you don't see them that way. Exactly. Know, right? And then that her wedding oh day. God, yeah. So then it's just you're like, oh, my God, maybe she's just drunk or maybe she's having like cold feet, whatever. Bachelorette party. 
they're at her wedding day. She's like getting her hair and makeup done. And her mom, I believe, is like, you know, uh, brought, brought up her ex and was like, you were infatuated with him. And Kelly shares how, you know, the last guy I dated, I was infatuated with him. And I just don't feel that way about Kenny. And then they cut to her like walking down the <laughs> aisle and you're like, wait a minute. These nothing's lining what? up here. Nothing's lining up. I just can't imagine having the, granted, this is a reality show and it is chaotic, but like to have those thoughts on your wedding day before you're about to walk down the aisle, like where you feel more attracted to your ex and like Mm -hmm. consider the person at the end of the aisle, your best friend, or you like them like a friend. Yikes. And when she said it at like the bachelorette party and also again at the wedding, like it seemed, it didn't seem like a like, oh, it just like, it just struck her in that moment Mm -hmm. that like that's the problem. I see him like a friend. She dropped it with a very casual, like, oh, yeah, like, I've known him for weeks. He's just a friend. And I was like... Yeah, I don't think she gave herself into it as, as much as she should have. Mm-mm. I was really disappointed by that. I, I even thought the family was so cute together. Like, they were just so sweet. I just saw a fairy tale with this couple. And I don't know. Yeah, it's cut off guard. Like... Yeah. I wish she would have expressed these feelings to him a lot sooner. Right? That's why I'm curious about the production. Like, do they have to go up on the altar and say no? I think they have they to. Have to I right? want to say so. But that doesn't mean you can't. Because if you remember, like, um, Lauren and Cam, like, Lauren was like, I don't want to give you a definite an- answer if I'm going to say yes or no. Like, just kind of give them a heads up. And, yeah. I, I think that must have been a production thing, especially with someone like Lauren, where it's like, it seemed like. Her doubts seemed to me the natural doubts of someone that was marrying someone they'd known for 30 days or whatever it was. But, like, production was saying, like, you can't... Because did any of them know? Or were they, were they like, by contract, do we think, not allowed to say, yeah, I'm going to say yes? Yeah, they probably weren't, huh? Because all of them were like, I don't know what she's going to say. And, like, it had... It, mm, I'm sure there was rules like that. Time to yeah. see what Reddit knows about this. I know, we need to go down... We're, like, fresh off the finale right, right now. Dive deep into where they, like, contractually We can't forget, to- though, Kenny gets left at the altar and, like, oh, gives this God. little speech to the audience and is so, like, professional and, like, very calm. And then he walks out and he's talking to um, the production like the camera guy yeah and he's like you can't film this you can't film this and the camera guy says you know hey do you think you'll marry her in the future and he's like why would you ask me that like cut the cameras cut the cameras and he just like spirals yeah Yeah. he was hurt so it's hard to watch that yeah it's hard to get your heart broken to have people on your with cameras in your face and you got their producers asking you questions that you know are just gonna they're specifically trying to like yeah. instigate something. They're like poking the bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also think how short, like narrow-minded or short-focused, I guess, is like short-sighted is what I'm trying to say, is, you know, this, like, they'll still exist outside of this yeah. little experiment. So if they're not ready to get married now and you genuinely think like this is the love of your life, you want to pursue a marriage with them, go get to know them outside the show. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just feel like, be like, wow, that was embarrassing. But like, thank you for the Instagram followers. Right. Let's go that rekindle this in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't some know. time to decompress. Yeah. Um, for like, sure. They're not going like to another planet. Well, Kenny did go to North Carolina. Is that where he's from? Uh, I don't actually know. Oh yeah. What's the updates? But Wait, he went he... to North Carolina and he is in a very happy relationship as of right now. Good. Callie, on the other hand, is single and still looking for love. I can see that. She's too picky. She's too, I think her and Jessica are caught up on an ex, had a bad breakup, and just caught up on a certain figure of what (laughs) they want again, and who knows if they'll ever find it. 
Yeah. All right. We have uh, perhaps one, one more, more, one more couple. Yeah, one yeah. more. Yeah. Oof. And what and a doozy. doozy of a couple as Shay just <laughs> our wordsmith over there. Doozy. Gigi <laughs> um, <laughs> and Damien. Gigi and Dame. G and oh, Dame. Hell. Um, who I am just going to put out there are the same exact person, and that's why they butt heads the entire mm. time. I don't know if they're the exact same person. I don't know. They are both equally problematic and contentious. I don't think I remember uh, Damien bringing up fights, though. You were saying that. He's the kind, he, he does what she does. Is like They just kind of say something that isn't necessarily like relevant to what's being discussed. And he's like, you're on your phone all the time. Yeah. And she's like, well, like, that's my job. Like, I'm a blogger. Like, that's, I'm on my phone. Oh, they no, no. But she said like that, that first, though. She said it first. Are you talking about when they were in the gym? No, I don't know. this was the thing the before dinner? the gym. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they were just like, always kind of Which ends with her climbing over the table to make out with him. They're very. That was why. It was, was a little too much. Just yeah. He seems very <laughs> controlling and she seems very argumentative. And they also both do the thing where, like, they'll have something that bothers them and it doesn't seem like they've talked about it before. And then they'll, like, you know, throw out their, like, well, you're always on your phone. And it'll go from, like, zero to 100 and be like, wait, I thought we were talking about what we were ordering for dinner. And now you were yelling about my phone. What I've lost the plot. I felt like I lost the plot a lot with them. Okay, before we saw them outside the pods, though, they had perhaps the cringiest proposal. Oh, yikes, yeah. Where Damien's, like, crying and is like, will you marry me? And there's this tension. And you're like, oh, my God, she's going to say no. And she goes... Like, no, you stand. And she kneels. Yeah. And she's like, I don't, you, there's something you need to know about me. Right. I don't believe in gender she's roles. So, she's so fucking dramatic. I was like, okay, like, good for you. She's so dramatic. Right, and she, then she proposes. And it was uncomfortable and not romantic, and it was strange. And again, <laughs> perhaps if they were in the same room, it would have been more touching, but, like, they're doing it behind a wall. <laughs> so it was just really cringy. And right off then, I was like, I don't know if this is going to work because he seems like so tried and true and being like this like masculine, controlling individual. And she's like on her own, doing her own thing. Being a real live wire. So, uh, yeah, right off the bat, I was like not a fan of their coupledom. And then. Uh, but at times it seemed like they were working in like an Amber Barnett way. And then there would be a scene where it would be like very clear. I, didn't, I feel like they almost underscored how well Amber and Barnett worked together where mm-hmm. Amber and Barnett were a duo that in the pods you were like, mm, I don't really know if this is going to like last or whatever. Mm-hmm. But once they got into like the real world, they kind of like settled into their relationship and grew. And you're like, oh, wow, like I can see this. Yeah. And like Gigi and Damien were the exact opposite. We're like in Mexico and in the pods, he was like, all right, like there's something working here for them. This seems, you know, good for them. And then just like when they were in Atlanta, like, oh, my God. I don't know. It was, a, it was actually even a small fight when they were in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they were on the boat and whatnot. Mm, yeah. Yes. I yeah. didn't know they were fighting That over. was so weird because he said something about, like, I like vacations because I can escape from like, whatever's going on back home. Like, what are you escaping? What's reality? <laughs> what are you, what, what, why are you escaping? Yeah. What, what's going on? And she just kept on and kept on. Like, I was like, um, that's what a vacation is yeah. by, like, definition. And it turned out it was, like, the very real concern where he was like, well, I think going on the show might have meant that I, like, I've lost my job. I was like, oh, that is a real thing that you want to escape. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. That was wild. And then in it was Atlanta when they yeah. had the infamous Oh my god, truly iconic. I think not <laughs> even a fight. Just I don't a, even think I can do it justice. I yeah. Screamed. We're gonna play the clip for you because we have that technology. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll just like leave a pause for the clip to go. You know how you tell me 
This is the best sex of your life. Have you noticed that I don't return the compliment? I don't say it's the best sex of my life too. So I screamed when that happened. <laughs> I, I literally screamed, was like sitting on my couch drinking tea and was like yelped and like yeah. spilled tea all over my hands. I cannot believe that she said that. Like, that is, she hit below the belt. Yes. Like, oh my God. Below like the belt. A sledgehammer It was so funny. Belt. His facial expression just... <laughs> The whole time, the whole the whole show, his facial expression is just it's the one same. expression. Well, what you can't necessarily <laughs> hear in the clip, what you see in the show is that, like, she's leaning. They're in separate rooms. He's in the in the bed, and she's in the kitchen, and she's leaning against the like the counter, facing out, and you can like watch the whole like everything on her face is like she. It's like she's aiming. She's like getting mm-hmm. ready to take her shot, and then she just. She says like the first line and then she gives a beat and she's like, and you know how, like, have you ever noticed how like, I don't return the compliment? And I was like, that is among the most brutal things I've ever heard anyone say. I don't know. Like, it was so that calculated. Was, That's man. what made it that much better though, is how she paused and was yes. like, the knife. And, and now the- we <laughs> twist it. Like, yeah. How long had she been sitting on that waiting to like. Oh, for a minute. Right. Like, she had that in her back pocket ready to go. Yeah. She's argumentative. And like, then you're gonna like want to marry this person? Yeah, I don't know. That would hurt. Genius. I would yeah, be so sad. you just killed my pride, girl. Like, <laughs> right? Like, there's no coming back from like, that. Shit. Sign me and up for season it's two. True, it's just mean. <laughs> it's mean. Yeah. And also just not healthy in a relationship. Like, that's not healthy at all. They perhaps had like that's some Carlton um, diamond yeah. energy in that relationship where it was just like. And then the fight like evolves to him saying like, oh well, like that's because like I don't initiate it, and she was like, yes. That's the problem, and it's like, wait, I thought the problem was that the sex wasn't as good. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so confusing. If that was the problem, why don't you lead with that? Besides waiting to start a fight where you circle around some other things and then eventually get to the point that is actually your point. That's yeah, not just a get great. to the point. Don't start a yeah. fight, yeah. then try to get to, like that. I hate that. I it's hate awesome. when you start a fight. And they've been together Victoria for six days at this point. Like, oh my god, could you imagine six me. years? <gasps> oh <No>. my god. <laughs> God. Oh man! Like if I, and that's what blows my mind is I feel like when you meet someone you kind of like are a little more timid or you're kind of holding back on certain things and these couples just like went for it. I think that's like a nature of the experiment where it's like I don't know how I would behave if they were the only person that I or not the only person but if if, if it was in like the confined pods and then it's just us and some other couples in Mexico and like I think. I do think that they went to zero to 60 on it mm-hmm. generally, but I feel like it's harder to gauge. Cause especially because like if you just start dating someone, you might not be seeing them every single day mm-hmm. or living with them within a yeah. week. Yeah. Um, but but still, the point stands. The point stands. <laughs> They're both way too intense and toxic, and I can't believe it was ever a thing but their wedding is probably the most dramatic yeah and the first is, one we see which is the first one we see which i was kind of disappointed because it really set the bar for me for oh. some like train wreck yeah and nothing quite matched it did you think they were gonna say yes i did i did i thought too. the beginning was so good they both yeah. said like lovely kind words i'm like oh shit like they worked their shit out here we mm-hmm. go okay they also seemed both nuts enough that they would <laughs> get married even though all the signs said they shouldn't yeah and so we, you know, we see Gigi like running through like oh my God. suburban well, Atlanta with her heels in her hands. We have to no. talk about how he rejects her because you and I both had strong feelings about that. Oh yeah, go ahead. Take it away. Well, so she says yes. She gets asked first and she says, yes, I do. I will marry you. And then it comes to him and he says no. But his logic is that 
he is ready to do this, but he can see that she's not, even though she just said that she was. And then she runs off, and he kind of chases her, and mm-hmm. she is like, leave me alone, and keeps running through the uh, Georgian wilderness. <laughs> um, but, like, we, I feel like both got, like, worked up about this. Yeah, because I think a lot of my frustration with him, and maybe this speaks to your question earlier, is that so much of his arguments is, like, he just spins it back on her. It's not that he has an mm-hmm. issue with it. It's something that she's doing to make, like it's her fault that he's upset by something. It's her fault that he's bothered that she does certain things. You know, she's not a perfect person. She clearly was like manipulative and had some harsh words, but it's like, you're not ready to get married. So like, I'm going to tell you no. And it's like, no, you make that decision for yourself. And he's very manipulative in that sense. They both weren't ready, in my opinion. I mean, I think God, it was probably for the best. She shouldn't have said yes to begin with. She should have. But he also, like, shouldn't, like, it, like, drove me insane. Like, he was making the decision for her where he yeah. was. Because then also, like, even if it was something that he ultimately didn't want to do it, like, by putting it on her, like, I'm the bigger person here. Like, I love you. But, I like, that, yeah. I'm going to watch out for your best interests and, like, stop you from this thing that you said you wanted. Like, He's cowardly. They were both inconsistent. That that was an inconsistent relationship. And yeah, too much fighting, too much this and that. And I agree. For the best, but handled in a way that made me even more infuriated. Yeah, he is someone that I was like, at first was like, who are you again? And then by the end, I was like, I hate this man. You are so toxic and really creepy. And I would not be surprised if you show up in like a headline in a few years. I really did not like it. Like crazy, creepy energy from him. Like Mm -hmm. you said, he had one facial like reaction the entire show. Ten episodes. (laughs) Show me joy. It's like, that's the face. Show me anger. Like, that's it. It was crazy. So um, are they together now? No I way. believe so, yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Are they together? Yeah, right, They're right, together. Right, right, right. Let me, let me find Shay them. did all like, the post No recaps. way. Um, okay. That is a toxic relationship right Trey? there. Toxic at your finest. Apparently, things changed after the finale. Once the cameras went away, they ended up regrouping and talking, and now they're like, we love each other. We just don't need to be married right away, the source said. A year and a half after the show originally filmed, Gigi and Damien have reportedly moved in and are living together. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. How about that? Mm-mm. Good for them. Lord have Good mercy. for them. Lord have Bless oh man! Eyes. So you know, taking out of content or taking out of the fact what we know now about after the show, yeah. um, there was six couples that made it to Mexico after yeah. the pods. Carlton and Diamond lasted like twelve hours in Mexico. <laughs> so we had five couples that went through with the wedding, and only Next two stage. of them, yeah, only two actually said yes at the altar. Cameron and Lauren, who we love, they're gonna have mm-hmm. baby Dustin, and then Barnett <laughs> and Amber, who are remarkably still together. Right. And then we had uh, three relationships say no at the altar, but allegedly Gigi and Damien are together yeah. now. And also, I'd say we don't feel like any of those no's should be yeses. Right. I wasn't devastated. Well, no, no, no. I feel like uh, Kelly and. Um, Kenny and Kelly? You know. I thought they should have been together. Just because they weren't toxic. She said, I love him like a best friend. Yeah. Like there's, I said this earlier, like there's a difference between marrying your best friend. Have you ever heard of getting now in the friend zone? It happens. I don't think it does. It happens. You get sent there for a reason. There's been numerous occasions where men have been put in the friend zone and they come out. 
Yeah, but like the friend zone is what also an anomaly. Like a, something of a construction. So like if you think you're in the friend zone, doesn't mean you were in the friend zone. Maybe it just means that you were friends. That's a one way ticket. I don't think so. Okay. Well, like I said, I said I don't there's think a different. The friend zone is a one way ticket, but I don't mm. think what she was describing was the friend zone. She just she enjoyed. Was, she was like the She was zone. cordial. You don't want to marry someone you're she cordial. She just like wasn't with. attracted to him. Yeah. She was hung up and on like had ex. like a lot of time, and that's why she's pushing forty, still single. Oh, I don't know. She's no, <laughs> that's harsh. That's harsh. That was harsh, but you know, I just really liked. I thought Kenny was a great match for her. I'm upset by it. But what about she wasn't in love with him? What makes that a great match? She didn't try. She didn't try to become in love with him. Over, I mean, to be fair, well, she, yeah, she loved like him. Four. She loved him. You can care about someone and not want to marry them. Like yeah. Jessica cares about her dog. They're not going to get married. <laughs> You never know. I, uh, maybe yeah that girl <laughs> maybe know. i don't know i'm just hurt by that so that one you were surprised again. that yeah, they I truly was. did okay oh, I, I thought they were a shoe in <laughs> no the second she said i don't know i just like see him as a friend i was like Oop. that was towards the end though man oh, okay but through the whole process i i, yeah, I was all were... in on them until that bachelorette party and then i was like whoa, whoa. Nope, nope we're out we're suddenly we are very much out any other surprises for you guys well, we kind of touched on it, but I was surprised by how much I liked Barnett and Amber together mm-hmm. by the end. Yeah, Me too. And that they went through with it. Yeah. I was really surprised that they went through with it, especially because he seemed so close with his family. Yeah. And they all were like, don't do it. Don't do it. And her home visit went so poorly. Who was so more of a catch in Ooh. that relationship? Because it seemed like to me, Amber was kind of, not saying desperate, but it's like she she, need, she needed like she needed yeah Barnett in my opinion you yeah. know not being financially stable not knowing just having a job just to kind of have fun and this and that so mm. I don't know and she That's, also seemed like someone that like we were saying that uh, Mark seemed like a girlfriend guy like she kind of seems like a boyfriend girl where like she likes having a partner yeah um, to support her and all sorts of ways. Yeah. I, um, I guess going off of that too, I don't think we touched about it on the podcast that when they went to visit her home, Barnett said, it looks like she doesn't come from the most affluent neighborhood. Yeah. And yeah. so it's easy to sit here and be like, she wasn't financially stable, but like she doesn't come from like a privileged background. So no, that's fine. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm sitting here being like, she wasn't, she's not financially literate or she has all this debt. And it's like, a lot of that does come from her circumstance. Right. I think she's a good soul. And I yeah. think they're a good, a good match. I do. Like, well, I think they can learn from each other. Yeah. Because he seems a little more buttoned up than I realized. He's kind of like vanilla. He doesn't really <laughs> have a personality. Oh, I don't know. Did you, were, were you like, I don't know. Nothing about him was like Mr. Personality. And I couldn't really tell you anything about him. Right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, he was attractive and he was just kind of there. And then everyone was fawning over him. They were. He was the guy. So, Who was the third one? Because he had Elsie. Was that her name? Elsie. Oh, yeah, it was Elsie. Yeah. Hers. We. I think we watched this together. This episode. When she left, she was like crying, and she was like, "Am I just unlovable?" And who is this? Her name was Elsie. I don't remember her. She was like first episode, second episode. Yeah. Um, and didn't make it past. I don't. Did she like? there was nothing really that stood out about her she had like dark long dark hair she was white um 
I I don't think she had like the most interesting of storylines, but when she left, she was just like, I just feel like this always happens to me. Like, why doesn't anyone love me the way I love them? Like, am I unlovable? And it was really sad. Someone's out there. Someone will love you. I'm sure. But she didn't really get a ton of exposure from the show. I don't know. Just not lovable. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Wow. She's a recruiter. She's 26. See, she's got time. She's got so much time. She also does, like, this, like, rundown of all the cast. Like, it has, like, their Instagrams. It has, like, a couple lines of what they are. Not her. Her is just age and job. Why is everyone such in a rush to get married? And I don't know. Like, people are looking like J-Lo at 50 now. J-Lo, <laughs> I mean, 50 is the because new most 30. most people don't look like J-Lo at 50. <laughs> That's why they're rushing to get married. <laughs> If I look like J-Lo at 50, like, wow. But you get what I mean. Kudos like, to me, but I don't think that's going like, to happen. People are young. Like, I don't know. I feel I felt like I'm from a small town. Mm-hmm. And when I used to think about, like, being in high school, people in their 30s, I was like, oh, my God, that's so old. Yeah. Like, their life's over. Like, what <laughs> What do they have to live forward to anymore? Yeah. And, you know, that's just not the case. You just... I don't know. Little did you know. Little did so I know. Thirties are my best, actually. Yes. I love my thirties. Wow. No I one feel like it's that. a little concerning when someone's fixated on like a particular marker of like, like, oh, like, I really need to be married. Like then it seems like you're more occupied with like the concept yeah. of marriage than you are the. Oh, person so many that people you're. do that. And yeah, it's like, that should not be. So many the people do that. Force. So many people get married or jump into relationships for just being lonely. I, mm-hmm. I find that's a thing. Um, Whenever I'm dating someone and I'm getting to know them, I, I like to try to see if, if they're just a lonely person and they just kind of want <laughs> someone. No, I mean, we all get, no, I agree with we you. All get lonely. Yeah. We all get lonely. But some people, when they get lonely, they need just they need someone there and they don't care who it is. Someone mm-hmm. that just shows a little interest in them and they'll just, yeah, crap on. Yeah, no, that's so true. That is very real. Get to learn yourself being lonely. That's a good one. What? I think, yeah, you need to have, like, a grasp of yourself independently before you can be, like, a part of a duo. Right. Yeah. Especially marriage is, like, a legally binding piece of paper <laughs> and very expensive to undo. So that's not and dating someone. to do as well. I mean, how most depends. people have weddings. Yeah. I don't know. I had some friends that got married at the courthouse last summer. Mm-hmm. It was the best. We had so much fun in that courthouse. I think I've had more fun at like smaller weddings that yeah. weren't like this like grand production. Yeah. And it just feels like more of a celebration of those people. And it's like the people you want to be there. I don't know. I love it. I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, are we, do we have any weddings coming up in the office? I don't think Ooh, so. Can I come if so? Sure. But no, I, mean, I don't think, think we're getting married. the invite. <laughs> <laughs> we have no weddings on the radar. Yeah. Oh, man. You guys might be at my wedding. Who knows? Oh my wow. God! Wait, is there one in the near future? We never know. Are you gonna go on yeah. Love Is Blind? Love Is Blind. Love Is Blind too. Would you go on? Love oh is blind? man! You know what? I'm the type of person that I would do it for the experience. Mm. Yeah, I'm not saying I would get married, but I think it would be a cool experience. I think I would get to know myself a little better and knowing what I'm looking for in someone. You seem way too level-headed to yeah. go into something where the end goal is to get like married you're in gonna be five weeks the, the i'm not level-headed like, at all congratulations you're too normal go home yeah <laughs> yeah they'd be those couple congrats on finding someone but you gotta go <laughs> be happy let us know how it goes bye <laughs> amazing um i so you think there will be a sequel though absolutely i would yeah. bet money on it really because it's it's i mean i, I again, i'm putting Wait, on the editor hat like it's netflix like they churn three productions this has been wildly popular mm-hmm. like, relatively low budget looking like they can make a second season easy oh for sure we should make a bet. 
Don't we have bets on the Bachelor? We oh, have a lot of like uh, verbal bets that we need no, to like, put into writing. No, we're doing shots next time, I, I think. Mean, they're technically all on the record. They are oh, yeah, they are recording. You're so right. They're on the record. I bet there's not just going to be two seasons, but three. Wow. So we'll meet back here in three years. Three years. <laughs> oh, no. At the, the way they turn oh, yeah. these out? Ten years. Oh, yeah. Well, the, it, honestly, season two and season three could already be made. That's true. Really? But this, 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 like this was like a nuts. year ago? Yeah. If it was something they assumed would be popular, but if they held it for so long, maybe they didn't assume what would be popular. I don't know. They probably, I mean, Netflix probably doesn't own, I mean, they probably bought the rights to it, but there's probably a production network Mm. that did this and they've Mm -hmm. been trying to sell it for like a year or two and then Netflix finally did it. I don't know if I'd watch it again. Yeah, you would. You think so? I feel like this is what happens. I don't get FOMO for most things, but when people watch a show, I want to know what everyone's talking about. So I would watch it if it was like another like phenomenon or whatever. Yeah. You know what's the best uh, marketing? Hmm. Memes. Memes, yeah. Anything I see in a meme that's a TV show, I'm going to watch it. Like, I need to know why everyone's using this. I need this. to know why this is so fucking funny and <laughs> why everyone's laughing at this meme. I'm going to devote my time to a whole week of this now. Oh my gosh, yeah. It was, I did binge it, I have to say. I watched it in like two days. And they're hour-long episodes. Like it's so long. Yeah. But it's good we TV. The Bachelor was bad with two and three hour episodes. I know, and there's commercials on The Bachelor. No more commercials. That's kind of a game changer for me to watch something without commercials. <laughs> well, you can watch The Bachelor without commercials. You just have to watch it the next day. It's on Hulu. Yeah, but we have to watch it in real yeah. time <laughs> but we to can't. give the people the content <laughs> on our podcast to give the people what they want. That like- is true. <laughs> All right, guys. Any last thoughts on Love Is Blind? Shay, have you come to a conclusion with your "Is Love Really Blind"? Um, rabbit hole that you've found yourself down um no no (laughs) all right well i'll let you think on that um is love blind Uh, if you guys haven't watched the show we definitely recommend that you watch it and give it a shot we are normally a bachelor podcast but we are transitioning here into all dabbling trashy reality television shows so uh we hope that you continue to binge watch with us and listen to our podcast can i steal you for a second Follow us on Twitter, like us on all the podcast (laughs) platforms. You know the drill. And we'll we'll see you next Monday. And cut.